Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, freedom to retire. The Fed has just raised interest rates once again to try and tame inflation. Higher prices, they're eating into our grocery budget so much. Get this, Jim. The government says it's actually cheaper to eat out at bars and restaurants than than actually, you know, do it yourself, buy groceries and things. So uh, how do we inflation-proof our retirement plans? All right. Just another reason to go to the bar, honey. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) uh, I'll be home later. Um, But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's just no secret here. This inflation is certainly packing a punch these days. and I can't think of many things that didn't go up in price over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could barely fill the bottom of your shopping cart up without spending a hundred bucks these days at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I think the part that's been most frustrating for retirees is that they've been seeing their investment accounts remain flat or even, you know, losing some value because the stock market hasn't been too kind to to us lately over the past several months. And a lot of this has folks calling into my office with concerns of, you know, what should they be doing? You know, there's there's high levels of inflation uh, going on right now. They don't seem to be going away anytime soon. And people just want to know what to do with their money if the market continues to remain flat or just goes up and down, up and down. We call that sideways when it just kind of treads up and down, up and down. Yeah. Like it's been over the past several months. And we're already seeing the, the real estate market cooling down a bit. Uh, ask any of your friends who are realtors. Um, they'll tell you that they haven't been selling nearly as many homes as they have over the past few years Mm -hmm. because interest rates have spiked up so high. And we've just seen so much growth and prosperity over the past several years. But look, in the past two years, or at least the past year and a half, things took a turn. And there's a lot of folks out there that are are nervous with this current presidential administration. And, you know, there's uh, they don't seem to be doing too much in in terms of pointing us in the right direction or there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of leadership to get us into more stable grounds economically. I think we can all agree on that. And I, you know, these are viable concerns, especially for people who are coming closer and closer to retirement and wanting to make the right moves. Uh, and the folks who have just recently retired, especially Chris, they need to really make sure they set themselves on a nice trajectory. Because not only are the paychecks no longer coming in, uh, you know, unless they have accounted for it and they have got some type of market exposure or some sort of growth, you know, they can't count on those those paychecks with the, the raises that come in every year, whether or not that fights inflation or not. But, but you know, the, the buying power is going to diminish if they have a, a consistent fixed budget. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's what most retirees are on. They set, set up some sort of uh, limited spending or, you know, a reasonable amount of spending. But look, one of the ways that I've been helping my clients navigate through these, let's call them challenging economic conditions, to put it mildly, uh, has just really been helping them in, in finding ways to take advantage of some of the financial instruments that are performing strongly. Namely, you know, there's some instruments out there that are linked to these higher interest rates. For example, nowadays, you can find a six-month U.S. Treasury yielding close to 5% interest. I mean, think about that, 5% for six months. And when you when you think about it, really ask yourself if, you, you know, take a look at your own finances. If you have extra cash built up, let's say, in your checking account or mm-hmm. savings account, most people will find that they probably you know, don't need that, you know, extra 100000 or $150,000 for that emergency. You know, if the hot water heater goes or you need a new roof. Yeah, of course, we need to have some money in the sure. 
liquid funds, but do we need to have so much? So why not take a portion of those monies and at least earn maybe close to 5% for the next few months? And then you can also find on the internet uh, these insured, uh, FDIC insured CDs that are uh, offering you know substantially higher rates right now. One resource that I like to check uh, is fidelity.com. Um, there's a whole section dedicated uh, towards CD rates. They, they link up with a bunch of banks. Fidelity, of course, is not a bank in and of itself, but they link up with banks. Mm -hmm. And you don't even need to have an account with Fidelity to check out these interest rates. The other area I've been helping clients out uh, with a lot is to really uh, have them you know, take a deeper look into where they're spending money lately. And I'll, I'll, I'll be first to, to say that I'm not the best on this either because I was looking at my own bank statement the other day and I realized... I just kind of went down at like item by item and I realized, geez, I'm paying for three different streaming services for the TV. <laughs> yeah. And these are ones that I signed up for randomly in order to catch a, either a, you know, big game or a movie of course. or something. And, and I realized, God, why am I still, you know, paying for these things? I haven't watched any of these channels in months. And a lot of folks are probably uh, in the same boat. Another thing that I've been uh, looking at is, um, is my pantry. <laughs> Yes, my pantry in my kitchen. I, I've been opening it up and I'm looking at the food in there. I'm thinking about all the nonsense that I bought mm -hmm. at the grocery store and didn't end up eating. Um, there was these bags of, of veggie chips that, you know, <laughs> they tasted like flavored cardboard. Yeah. And, and when you look at the price tag of these things, they're not as cheap as snacks used to be years ago. Remember, it used to be like $1.29 a bag mm. for something or $1.49. Now the stuff is $3.99 a bag and it just sits in my pantry and collects dust and just rots. So... Look, in addition to looking at these everyday items that we that we spend money on, I, I'm a strong believer we need to take a step back and look at the big picture. And what I mean by that is sometimes we're so focused on saving a small amount of money. Sometimes people carve out time of their day or, you know, Sunday mornings by clipping coupons that they see in the newspaper, mm -hmm. you know, saving a dollar here, 79 cents there. Meanwhile, uh, we're not taking a look at the, the excessive amounts of money built up in our bank accounts that could be earning several thousands of dollars worth of interest each year. So when you really think about it, the same amount of time that we might spend looking around for those coupons, let's let's take that amount of time and look at our finances where we can, you know, at least dedicate some time towards looking to get better interest rates on our money, maybe earning several thousands, maybe tens of thousands of dollars more in interest, or taking that same amount of time and contacting a financial advisor like myself. Someone with 25 years of experience. I'm also an accredited investment fiduciary. You know, let me help you. Uh, we can spend a, just a brief amount of time at a minimum to see if there's anything we can do to either help in saving uh, taxes potentially or help in beefing up your savings or your interest rates or even from the, the, the possibility of infusing, you know, maybe a, a few extra thousands of dollars worth of interest into your life each year by, you know, taking advantage of some of these higher interest rate financial vehicles that are available. So if you're listening and you feel, you know what, now's the time. Now's the time to get another set of eyes on my finances. What I would suggest is to, to give my office a call. Call right now. Someone from my team uh, will take down your name and your phone number, and they'll set up a time for a phone call with me personally for this upcoming week. And the number to call, 610-894-7415. Once again, 610-894-7415. And I'm always happy to help our, our fellow 1210 listeners, Chris. You can also go, if you prefer, to retireadyfg.com to set up that complimentary time to, to speak with Jim and 
you know, uh, I dare say it could be uh, more valuable than the 25 cents you're going to save on that frozen dinner that you're clipping the coupons for. So again, <laughs> 610-894-7415. kind of warmed you up a little bit here when it came to talking about the uh, the current administration in D.C., but I think I'm really about to get you going right now. The Biden administration has changed the rules about mortgage fees, and critics say they actually punish house hunters that have worked hard to keep good credit. Here's the gist of it. The rules raise the fees on those with good credit scores while lowering those fees on those with you know, suboptimal credit scores. A lot of people say it's another example of Washington being unfair, which let's be honest, when we're talking about taxes in Washington in general, that's that's kind of what they do. So how do you stay informed, Jim, about tax law changes and incorporate them into your client's financial plans? Hold me back, Chris. Hold me back <laughs> on this one. You know, I'm going to tear into this one. I mean, how ridiculous, how ridiculous is this? I mean, this is, I mean, the Biden administration has some, done some crazy things, but this mm. is just topping the chart. So now you're telling me folks with with good credit uh, are, are being punished by the folks who have not so good credit. Mm-hmm. I mean, these uh, with a slew of higher fees when they go to get a mortgage. So yeah, you can see how these politicians position creatively the, these changes to the law in such a way that they disguise them so they don't seem like taxes. Yeah, but they kind of are you know, like taxes in disguise, uh, just a, a way to give to to people, you know, take from others and give to others. Um, and these fees, you know, look, they officially took place. Uh, they're, they're in effect yeah. uh, as of May 1st. And yeah, they involve fees that are being charged to borrowers, uh, specifically by, by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Uh, those are the, the, the two entities that back roughly half of U.S. mortgages. And look, before the rule changed, okay, if you had a credit score of, say, 740, um, and you also had a 15% down payment, you would have had to pay around a 0.25% fee for that mortgage. Okay. Fine. But after the Biden change, the uh, the fee is going to raise to 1%. So that's quadruple that fee. <laughs> uh, but the opposite is true for people, uh, these borrowers with lower credit ratings. Okay, so someone with a score of only 640 and put down the same 15%, they would have paid a fee of 3.25%. But now their fee is going to fall all the way down to just 2.5%. So when you look, you know, that's that's quite a bit of, of savings for those folks paid for by others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you look at the timing of everything, I mean, think about where the housing market is right now. With these rising interest rates, you can't help but think back to 2008. What were they doing back then? They were giving mortgages to everyone with a pulse yeah. back then. It was just making it really easy. So now it just really makes you wonder if history is about to repeat itself. You know, with this housing market uh, experiencing another flavor of downturn, Chris. It could be a, a serious consideration. And so, as we talked about earlier, there are things where the interest rates are, are favorable for people out there with, with some investment strategies, not necessarily for getting a, you know, a home loan or things like that, but especially with these fees, if you've got, you know, good credit. But um, a lot of people aren't out that they're necessarily home shopping right now, but we all do have to pay taxes. So what can we do? Uh, you know, just another way to, to make sure that we get to keep more of our hard-earned cash. Yeah, great question. I mean, think of it as a financial advisor. Uh, my job, my duties are to help people get through retirement. That's right. My, my duty is to help people who are, who are getting ready to retire, to help prepare and get everything uh, in order. And my job is to, to help uh, people prepare for, for all sorts of market conditions. We're all going to be fine in the great marking conditions. Yeah, <laughs> uh, We have to prepare for the ones that are not going to be great. We're going to have a mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to uh, prepare for the possibility, the strong possibility that taxes are going to be going up in the future. 
We already know the Trump tax cuts are running out at the end of 2025. That's a given. Yeah. Um, so look, with this situation really unfolding before our very eyes right now, where we have people being punished for having good credit, you know, you can't help but wonder if this administration or even a future administration would feel the same way uh, when it comes to our retirement accounts. I mean, what if they started proposing that that people who have saved, let's say, I don't know, a, a couple hundred thousand dollars in their 401k, those same folks, you know what, they, they've done a good job. They should help others. Maybe they should take one percent of that per year to help the people who only save 10 grand in their 401k. I mean, when you think about it, I don't really see much of a difference between the two. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, they're both ways of taking from 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 people, uh, you know, some people who have been very, very disciplined uh, and, and good savers and didn't spend money every time they had the chance and taking money from them and then rewarding folks who maybe didn't work as hard or maybe spent money on, you know, just everything in sight and just, you know, so it's it just bothers me a bit. And look, this is just one more reason why I've been teaching our listeners as much as I possibly can about taking advantage of things like that Roth IRA and that Roth 401k. Um, and remember that money in your Roth IRA, sure, you paid taxes up front to get the money into that account. But now you're completely done with paying income taxes on that money and all of the potential interest, all the potential growth, all the, the, the potential dividends, you name it, for the rest of your life, you don't have to split that with the IRS. And the Congress, you know, they can go and raise taxes through the roof, which they're, they're probably going to do. But your Roth IRA won't be impacted from a tax standpoint. Really, anything in that Roth IRA, um, anything that you don't use, by the way, um, can be passed to your spouse. Mm -hmm. And he or she can use that money also for the rest of his or her life completely tax free. You're not splitting any of that with the IRS. And then guess what? When your sons or your daughters inherit whatever you and your spouse don't use, then guess what? Your son or your daughter may be able to enjoy an additional, this is the way the law is set up right now, an additional 10 years where that money can grow and grow while it's in your son's or daughter's possession without them having to pay any income taxes when they go to make the withdrawals from that money. And remember, folks, if your sons or daughters inherit your non-Roth IRA, say your pre-tax uh, 401k, which is where most people have most of their savings or your regular traditional IRA, that money in those accounts, it has to be withdrawn over the course of 10 years by your sons or your daughters. And that money has to go onto their tax return. And if you pass away, let's say you're in your 80s, and let's say your sons or your daughters are in their 50s or 60s when they take possession of your money, chances are they might already be in a very high tax bracket. That's right. And then when you add a couple of hundred, you know, maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars on top of that from your money, because remember, they have to withdraw your money and put it on their tax return. The IRS might be standing to have a massive win by taking a massive cut out of your hard earned money. But look, if you if you plan ahead, that money that goes to your sons or daughters that they inherit that's in that Roth IRA. OK, those Roth withdrawals are not counted as taxable income on your son's or your daughter's tax returns. So if you're listening in right now and thinking, you know what, hmm, uh, my, my son or my daughter, yeah, they're in their 40s right now, but they're, you know, and if they're doing well in their 40s, they're very likely to be doing very well in their 50s or 60s. That's just normally the, the way our careers progress. So, you know, you would want to plan ahead now so you can plan to pay the IRS as little as legally 
possible. So if this sort of thing interests you and you want to learn more about it, grab your phone, give my office a call now, and someone from my team will take down your, your name and your phone number, and they'll set up a phone call for us. Uh, we could set up a, certainly an in-person meeting, or I'd like to have a phone call with you first, of course, to see if, uh, if I can help you. Then sure. we could certainly set up an in-person meeting. And after you and I talk, we can, you know, we could uh, have that meeting either in my Radnor, Pennsylvania office or my Marlton, New Jersey office. But look, the, the first step is to, to grab your phone, give my office a call now. The number, 610-894-7415. And once again, that's number 610-894-7415. Whether it is, you know, market volatility or whether it's giving the money to the government, there are things that you could be doing or neglecting to do right now that could cost you not to, you know, I don't want to exaggerate, but potentially tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars down the line when it comes to your retirement. So I think it's certainly worth taking a look at 610-894-7415. Have that conversation with Jim Cipriati. No one wants their money to run out in retirement. Some call that a silent crisis of financial insecurity. Anna Ackerley from BlackRock tells CNBC that their survey found 89% of those with 401ks but what they desire is a pension-like paycheck. Workers start to get closer to retirement and you know, heightened also with the pandemic. They're worried about outliving their savings and they would like to see some form of guaranteed savings provided by their employer in their 401k. So in other words, they would be looking for annuities. How can we do this, Jim? Uh, what are the pros and cons of, of using something like this? Yeah, great question. And, and Chris, it's pretty clear to see that annuities are back in the limelight these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't read through many financial articles these days without stumbling upon some uh, positive chatter on annuities. And, and personally, I think it's because the annuity rates have gone up so much lately. Uh, and because there's really um, you know, so many annuities out there with with um, extremely competitive annual fees, or sometimes there's a whole bunch of them out there with no annual fees at all. Um, where they used to have high fees and they mm-hmm. used to get ridiculed by them. But, uh, and I used to, of course, dislike those ones with the high fees. But how, how can you look at the ones with no fees now? And, and, you know, there's no argument about the fees with many of these. Sure. So, and what I was doing, I was reading through a bunch of these articles, and it seems that people are using annuities now for, for a portion uh, of their retirement savings. We, I mean, I've been doing this, of course, for a long time, helping people with this, but it's become more and more uh, of a commonplace now. And people, use these annuities to provide uh, and set up for a, a lifetime of stable income throughout retirement. I mean, let's face it. Look, a lot of us have worked every week of our lives ever since we were young, you know, maybe young teenagers. Um, we work steadily in order to provide ourselves with a nice, stable paycheck. And now that the stock market is kind of like a roller coaster, we have high inflation, we have other issues going on. Um, you know, just ask some of the people that retired right around the dot-com crash or around the 08 big downturn. Mm -hmm. I mean, ask them if if they would have preferred to have a stable and reliable income throughout their retirement. And I I think we all know what the answer would have been. So so now look, these these levels of high inflation um, and, you know, there's other talk about, you know, heading further into this recession, which is right on the horizon. Um, There's a lot of people looking to protect their life savings. And I, I don't blame them, Chris. No, not at all. And, and you know, uh, talking as you reflect on, you know, your 25 years in, in the industry, you know, you experienced the, the dot-com crash and you experienced the the housing, you know, crash. Like you help clients get to, through and beyond. These are things that you've experienced as pensions have gone by the wayside. And, and you know, that's kind of been pushed on the, the employee with 401ks. Uh, they're finding now is the time to utilize potentially something like an annuity to to give that pension that more or less has been taken away from them, right? 
Yeah, it's the stability that 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 people want. I mean, not everyone wants all their assets riding the ups and the downs mm. and getting stressed out certain times of the year and and just really staring at their numbers and pulling their hair out and you know, it, it's it's nerve wracking. But look, a, a couple that just recently came to visit me, they came to uh, my Marlton, New Jersey office. It's uh, right on Route seventy three, uh, right across from the Whole Foods there, seventy three and Green Tree uh, Road. Anyways, they came in because they've heard me talking on the radio so much about tax planning. Um, and it turns out they also uh, wanted to make sure that they were just learning all they could about the best way to position themselves for income throughout retirement. Um, and they've heard about annuities before several different places. We've all heard about them. We all have, uh, you know, that one friend who says, oh, they're great. And the other friends, oh, they're terrible. Uh -huh. and, so, and we all read articles online and wherever newspapers and such. You know, a lot of people just want to know if 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 they are, you know, a viable choice, if there's something they should consider or, or if there's something they should run from. Uh, but what I did for this couple is I just took a deeper look at their financial picture. And what I did is I realized they had some substantial longevity in their family history. The, the husband's mom um, lived until she was 92. Wow. And the wife's father was still alive at 89. And then they had grandparents that were also in their 90s mm -hmm. that had passed. Uh, and they shared with me how, how um, they shared that both of their parents uh, were both running low on money. And they didn't want to be uh, that kind of burden on their kids to see uh, you know, how their parents, because they realized that they were worrying because their parents were running low on money. So they didn't want to have their kids worrying about them if they were running low mm -hmm. on money because no one wants to be close to running out because then someone else has to has to foot out some some money for you. But what really stood out about my meeting with them is that since they were both still working, they thought that they were stuck with having to leave their money in their current 401k. Uh, the, the husband had a 401k, the wife had a 403b. They thought that they had to retire in order to be allowed to do something different with that money, in order to roll it over into something else. But what I did was I explained to them how since they were over the age of 59 and a half, even though they were both still working at their current job, 59 and a half is the marker, by the way. If you're over 59 and a half, um, then you too are very likely to be able to, to do a tax-free rollover. That means there's no taxes on anything you roll out of the 401k and into an IRA. Um, and I explained to him that, that the annuity could be the instrument within their new IRA that can allow them to collect that income for the rest of both of their lives. And I'll explain to what I mean by both of their lives, um, because, by the way, even if the annuity balance goes all the way down and down and down because the market's awful and because there's no investment results or, you know, because conditions are awful, even if the balance goes down to zero the annuity company has to reach into their own pocket to continue paying you that income every month. The 401k, you know, the regular mutual fund is not going to do that. Once you're out, you're out. And I also uh, explained that uh, even though, uh, you know, money can be coming from just the husband's 401k, I explained to them how many annuity companies will cover both spouses for joint lifetime income. So this would mean that even if one spouse passed away, uh, let's say five or 10 years into you know, receiving uh, uh, payments, the surviving spouse can still continue to collect the income for the rest of his or her own life, regardless of the crazy stock market conditions and regardless of whether or not the account balance goes all the way down to zero, the annuity company still has to pay the income no matter how long you live. 
So if you're listening now and thinking, you know what, hmm, I'm over 59 and a half <laughs> and, you know, you know, I have a decent amount of money saved in my 401k and I, I'd like to learn more about it if I can, you know, set it up for, for income or figure out if I can roll over some of the money from the 401k into an IRA. Look, even if you're still working, you're able to do this most likely and you can position yourself for a lifetime of monthly income. Uh, which is something that the 401k most likely as it's set up now can't do. So look, give my office a call, call right now. You, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised to find out, you know, how high these payout rates have become, especially if you haven't looked at annuities in a while, they're very different than they were a couple of years ago. Certainly. And at least that's one of the nice things that's come about <laughs> with this high inflation. But yeah, the number to call me 610-894-7415. Once again, 610-894-7415. And I'd be happy to just learn a little bit more about your situation and see what steps might be best to, you know, to better position yourself for income in retirement for when your paycheck stops. We're always talking here on the show about how to take these uh, you know, volatile and, and, and kind of choppy economic times and, and using them in your favor. And this is one of those ways that that could work for you if you're interested to see how it could work for you. And again, uh, as a fiduciary, Jim Cipriati is not going to recommend anything to you that he does not think or believe is going to work in your best interest. So please keep that in mind when you call and set up that complimentary conversation. 610-894-7415 or go to retirereadyfg.com. There was a story on Fox Business that had an interesting take on estate planning when we talk about getting to, through, and beyond retirement. Estate planning is kind of what we're talking about at the last part. It said your legacy isn't just the money and the assets that you leave behind. That's what so many people think. It should also be an effort to leave your family quote, intact as allies rather than adversaries. So, you know, not causing any dissension after the funeral, things like that. Jim, how does a good estate plan make it easier on your loved ones once someone has passed away? Yeah. And Chris said, you know, this should come to no surprise to any of our listeners, but guess what? None of us are going to live forever. No, that's the truth. And when we think about it, when we reflect on our own lives, I mean, we we spent a lifetime of working really hard Mm -hmm. uh, to try to be the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be. And Look, some of us had great families that that were able to back us, you know, financially, uh, even since we were young kids, putting us through really high end schools and and paying these large tuition bills uh, so that we can have the opportunity for success, you know, even, you know, as we enter the workforce. And, you know, other of us, uh, you know, we weren't so lucky. Um, some of us pushed ourselves to the limits, even if it meant, you know, carrying large amounts of student loan debt. Maybe our parents couldn't help us as much. Um, but look, many of us graduated college. We found ways to, to persevere and, and look at us, you know, we became successful adults, but look, the bottom line is that no matter how we got here, even if it wasn't a straight line to success. And I I think that really who the heck has had one of those straight line (laughs) to success. I mean, we're all over the place. Yeah. We need to put all that aside and take a step back and look at, look at the wealth that we have created. And I think for so many of us, we can hold our heads up high and say, wow, you know what? Back when I was in my 20s, I never would have thought I'd have have accumulated this much money, Mm -hmm. the amounts that I have today. And I think just as we have paid really close attention during the years where we were building and building and building our life savings, I think that we just need to have just as much attention spent on how to protect and preserve what we have built. And I can't think of any better way than to make sure that we're giving the IRS the absolute least amount of Mm -hmm. our hard-earned money as legally possible i mean look has the irs ever helped you out chris you know by by giving you any tips or strategies or 
uh, you know, get any pointers on, on how to perhaps pay them less throughout your retirement? Uh, the answer is no. No. Uh, <laughs> for everybody. I mean, has the IRS taught us any techniques on how to transfer money to our kids while being best positioned to pay the least amount of taxes, Chris? Again, no. Of course. So what I've been trying to do is to remind our listeners here on every show that the IRS is not our friends. You'll hear me talking about that over and over. They're not here to help us. They're not here to coach us, to guide us, or to give us any tips or any hints. They do not want us to do any planning um, so that we can potentially pay them as little as possible going forward. I mean, look at their website. Go log onto their website. There's volumes and volumes of pages and pages on that website with complicated formulas. There's there's complex terminologies. There's these large you know tables of numbers, and they basically say, hey, you, you figure it out. You know, they they want us all to become <laughs> taxed as if we're not busy enough with you know juggling our own careers and marriages and, and kids and all that. They want us to become tax experts. So what I found is that for so many people here in the greater Philadelphia area. Yeah, they had, they've done a wonderful job in accumulating assets and growing those 401ks and IRAs. But when it comes to how folks are going to get the money back out of those 401ks and IRAs in the most tax-efficient manner, uh, that's where things get a little bit more complex. Because if you take too much out, for example, you might be stuck paying a couple thousand dollars extra each year with higher Medicare Part B and Part D premiums. I mean, sometimes this is if you go like a dollar above these IRS limits, it might trigger thousands of dollars extra in that Medicare cost. Mm -hmm. And it, that would also mean sometimes a, a larger portion of your Social Security might become taxable just by spending one dollar more, just by going one dollar over. So that's where financial advisors like myself uh, come into play. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. Investment advisory services offered through Impact Partnership Wealth LLC, a Securities and Exchange Commission registered investment advisor firm. IPW and Retire Ready Financial Group are non affiliated firms. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Investing involves risk. There's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Asset allocation, diversification, and rebalancing do not ensure a profit or protect against loss in declining markets. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. IPW, its affiliates, and its investment advisor representatives do not provide legal tax or accounting advice. You should consult your legal and/or tax professionals before making any financial decisions. Please be advised that you may conduct securities transactions only by speaking directly with your investment advisor representative, either by phone or in person.